0: Welcome to not Wellness Corner. This is conversations with friends. You're joining this conversation already in progress.
1: That's Mark, that's a conundrum for me when it comes to him. I don't get it.
0: So that's um that's that's one of the points that I had because In the Mm -hmm. beginning of the video, I feel like that's what he started with. Like, I'm like, why is he name dropping? Like, He's Kanye West, like Kanye West. Exactly. Name drop. And then the people that he was name dropping, they weren't black. And they were people who are like staples in whatever area or arena they're in. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you name dropping? And you're Kanye West, but like you said, you don't have ownership, stock or stake in none of this. Like, he gave the story about, like, Balenciaga, like, you know, the whole time I'm in Paris, you know, those are my underwear, because I only had one pair of underwear. But he was, it's like, he was talking economics as it related to Hoover, but when it came down to, like, no, you know, you, you're talking some good shit, but, like, what's the real solutions here? He just talked in circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, he... Ended one point by coming around to another point like never concluding what he was saying especially when he was talking about again like you know economics in the quote-unquote black community because that's what raised my eyebrow like i'm like okay i'm surprised that he is talking this kind of talk but then when i heard him making reference to hoover i'm like okay so this is somewhat of a collaborative effort but i agree like i i I don't get why he doesn't have ownership of anything and by all means of course celebrity doesn't mean that i have to have you know physical or material things to show for but he doesn't have ownership of anything like he's literally in the wind right and then and at that point of the video, he was um he was saying like you know he didn't live anywhere he didn't have a house and i just saw in um what a couple days ago in current media that he supposedly bought a house across from um Kim. Kim Kardashian, right? Which yeah. that's a whole nother <laughs> situation in itself because to we me We're gonna talk
1: about that though, because it, it goes it goes with with the interview.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's so it's like he was talking really kinda low-key obsessive um in the interview even when he was speaking about his like the her publicist and it was like he was making like these little underlining threats and I'm like okay you wearing all this leather black leather with the uh seaman boots Kanye yep. you chill
1: <laughs> yeah uh Kanye is He's, he's emotional. I, I could say that much for a fact.
0: He's definitely emotional. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being emotional. It's about, it's, not. it's about how you release and what you express. Or not even what you express, when you express. And I feel like a lot of his... Because, like, I'm not going to lie. You know, he kind of had me. Like, you know, maybe that first... 20 minutes of the interview when he, you know, start delving into like some, you know, I'll say spiritual subjects and then, you know, social subjects. And mm-hmm. then he just hit me with a turn left and I'm like, what is this nigga talking about now? Wait a minute, we were going here and then we ended up here. So my my fan history of Kanye West so I'm kind of like a weirdo when it comes to like music because I'm a musician myself and I've sang for, you know, sang background for quite a few artists. I'm like a, I'm like the down to earth homie with like celebrities. So I let them talk their shit, you know, all of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So for me, like a fan, like, like my perspective of a fan is, okay, I like a few of your cuts. I don't really have any artists that's like, oh, I like, everything that they've made probably with the exception of India Ari so yeah. I kind of follow him just throughout the years like you know okay he'll drop this album okay I like this song on this album or whose song is there that? oh that's Kanye West okay let me look into more of his music more but when the video came out it was kind of like I wanted to see what he had to say like most people based on all of the things that were going on in the media Mm-hmm. So I did not even approach the damn video with a serious perspective, bro. Cuz I'm like this Kanye West. <laughs> but again, when he started talking like a little talk, I'm like, "Damn, okay, this this makes sense like like I told you earlier the the statement he made like of course from an American perspective, I believe that we are all born white supremacists, racist and homophobic, right? Mm-hmm. And I definitely agree with that statement on some layers, again, from the American perspective. I do feel if you're American born, because that is the system of America, of course, white supremacy, racism, which is economic and and resource-based, and then homophobic, which I think that term is kind of more being isolated and marginalized with gay and straight as opposed to like the difference in people because when you deal with like urban culture if a guy is anything except what urban culture is then that's one of the snaps. and depending on um, you know neighborhood or i'll say um, class and environment you know that perspective changes and that's something that he was even talking about like you know classism and talking about it from an american perspective but then when i really thought that he was going to come back home with it this thing is like
1: you get into some other shit.
0: big sean was the the mm. deal of my life or something i'm like wait 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 wait, wait. yeah all the way over here um but so what do you what is your perspective on that statement Um, because that's something that that really stood out to me and from again I think it's more so from an American born perspective um, because the Caribbean perspective and definitely the Eastern perspective is different as it relates to those topics
1: yeah Um, no I agree uh, with that with that statement Um, because it's indoctrinated. Like once you're, once you hit school, you know, you're not being told the like full story of who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, in America, you you get the story of whatever they want to tell whatever they want to tell. They could tell, they could say, hey, we were cavemen and we traveled this and did all of that, and then we became Romans. And <laughs> you know, uh, and then from there, we came to uh, America and we, you know, had a war, a fair war and, you know, they could do all of that. But as far as like what they tell you, what they teach you in school, it's basically like your history starts from slavery right and Uh, i didn't even know i think i was maybe like man at least like 11 when i found out what a what a pharaoh was what a um uh egyptian queen princess like i didn't even know egyptians had any of that i didn't even know egypt was somewhere to like want to visit or i had no knowledge of of africa Uh, my only knowledge of africa was You know, people throwing spears and having shields and half naked running around. Like, that was it.
0: Primitive perspective. And that's, and like, that's another point that I like to, even like with my students, I like to bring up as a connectivity point because Mm -hmm. from the racial perspective of history, how can I put it, there's been a large part of history um, kept from, of course, the American school curriculum, especially kids in urban culture. And a lot of the, in my opinion, the trick is, okay, well, outside of slaves, y'all were um, Egyptians and Egyptians were this and this and this and this, which in modern times, most of that shit is unattainable. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: you don't learn about the different aspects of growth and development and expansion with the, we'll say the African creed of people and them being spread around the world in American curriculum. So that that's really one of my like quests in life. Like I try to give people as much information as I know. So I, I, I definitely note myself to be a study historian. And from the again, from the American perspective, a lot of what he was saying was on cue. Like it was, it was literally on point. But I think I had an expectation of him being Kanye West and, you know, approaching these topics, you know, coming with something different. And like mm-hmm. back to your point about Twitter. So I had heard about it, but I didn't see it. And it's like, oh man, he's such a conundrum, like you said, where like, it's like, well, what the hell were you doing this for?
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what was the whole reason behind this? And you know, I have to start exegeting people from the astrological perspective. That's how I like I dissect people. Mm. He's a Gemini Sun, he's a Pisces moon. That's a Mm. lot of anger. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) anger, but a a lot lot of passion. A lot of yes, a lot of passion and a lot of movement and a lot of constant movement especially with that Gemini. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. And then Pisces the Pisces moon has to move off of his feelings. So that, that, that is say it again.
1: No, I was just gonna say that explains his pettiness.
0: Yes. The Gemini.
1: Yes. Yeah. I was thinking the Pisces. Because Pisces are, are super petty.
0: So Pisces are petty from my experience but the gemini is going to be more petty or have a different type of petty than the pisces because the gemini is kind of like that last word pisces i mean that last word petty pisces to me is just kind of like okay you didn't even have to do that type petty to me gemini is that last word like damn you really did that you really said that (laughs) like you had to take it that far yeah So overall, I'll say I, okay, I'll say from this perspective, from an entertaining perspective, the video was entertaining. Um, it was refreshing to see, you know, things that I've learned even in my own personal studies to like travel and connected with, you know, connecting with different like dignitaries around the world and the country and learning like some of this history from some people who were actually like living it. And like, damn, so wait a minute. So they put this in a newspaper, but this is actually what happened. Like, yeah, let me show you the pictures. And then sit down with some of these people and like, they're showing me pictures and like documents. Like, yeah, they wouldn't even let us release this. Like there's so much history, not only just, you know, of course globally from the racial perspective, but there's so much history from the American perspective of like what was done on the American land that For me, if not only children, but um, adults um, of color, melanated, black, African-American, whatever you want to call, whatever term you use, if they could just connect to some of this history, it'll help to deprogram a lot of that um, lack of self value. Like, okay. We got pharaohs, we got queens, we got uh, princes and princesses, okay? But this is what was happening along the road from that. And these were people who did this, and these were people who did this. And I've even had like students that connected to like certain historical reference points. A couple uh girls found out that they were um, directly related to people like Benjamin Banneker and different people who, who are, you know, people in history who are on the ground, like, you know, front runners actually doing work to, to even at that time spread knowledge about history and, you know, who we were and who we are. And even from the Haitian perspective, we definitely learn from a different perspective, but we're taught in that all-inclusive mentality as well
1: so everybody's coming everybody's gonna eat
0: right right and and that's that's been one of my difficulties i'll say in like relationship like you know just just friend relationship because that's how i approach situation i approach every situation like no if i'm eating you're eating now if roles are reversed, there's no expectation there. But if I'm eating, you're eating. But after a while, there has to be some level of balance. Things got to be mutual on some level. And that's what, you know, just in retrospect, um, that's been some of my difficulties in like friendships with people. Like, Yo, all you have to do is communicate. And that was even something he said in the video. He was saying how, like, you know, we have the system of communication based on a lot of the programming um, that, again, our culture has received. And I totally agree. Um, even on the level of communication, I know people who are in you know, different type of breakdowns and different type of relationships in their lives. And they will come to me and tell me like, yeah, you know, I just want to do this and I just want to do this and I want things to be well. And I'm like, well, just tell that to that person or tell that to those group of people. Um, You know, you expressing in that way or communicating in that way will be, you know, very helpful for them to connect. You know, because what they're saying is you're not connected. And I've had people stone cold like, no you got me fucked up i'm not about to say that to them so you know you like the thumb in the water like coming through the holes like you're 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 stopping things from flowing so even like on the communication level i like i agree with that i agree that um, the american perspective of communication is warped as well so like he was really saying some shit in there that I think was beneficial, but he didn't land. And then yeah. he kept, he was on John Legend's ass, but I agree with that too. Cause you know, I got my bones with him as well.
1: Yeah. He's a, uh, John Legend is definitely one of those uh, tap dancers. I don't mean that in a literal sense. <laughs>
0: yo thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the conversation see you soon